But it was back in the uh, late 1980s when all the banks in Texas were falling apart that David Ald went into the housing business with what was then a much, much smaller D.R. Horton. He started out uh, running divisions through the Sun Belt. But for the last almost decade, has been president and CEO. But that all changed October 1st when he kind of moved out and tiptoed out and his executive vice chairman right now. And he's not going to let him leave without talking to us again, though. We do miss it too much. Good to have you with us. Good to be here, David, and appreciate the opportunity. So let, let me go back to the 80s. So I, I you were with uh, Texas American Bank, the old Fort Worth National, I guess, Texas American Bank. Back in the '80s, right before you before you went to Dr. Horton, I was I was uh, actually in a real estate lending group. That's how I met uh, Don Horton, and uh, was, you, you were right. Uh, the banking situation in Texas began falling apart in the in really toward the middle '80s, and, and completely disintegrated toward the, at the end. So that was remarkable. I mean, that was. I mean, clearly, you you came out of a very unstable environment into a business that historically has not been very stable. I mean, the, the home building <laughs> business, you know, about as a lot more cyclical than banks, or at least it used to be. Yeah, I think that's uh, I think that's in the past. Uh, it, it seems like banks are having, you know, with these interest rate rate uh, increases that have taken place over the last year. Typically, that would have taken a lot of builders down. Uh, uh, but what you've seen is banks going down, not builders. So it's uh, uh, things have changed, no question about it. Well, but and, and part of it is what you guys have done since you've been there is the consolidation. And and so it's not just you don't get caught up in, in a regional downturn. I mean, if you're just a builder in Arizona and Arizona falls apart, you go along with it. At least you've got some hedge, I guess, across the country. Uh, we we do, and it's it's really more than the geographic diversification that we've gone through over the last what forty five years. Uh, it's kind of the the operational uh, differential uh, that you know whole building used to be about buying land and and trying to generate high gross margins. Today, home building is about driving returns, deleveraging your balance sheet, and uh, generating cash. I mean, it's, it's a real business today uh, versus what it was uh, in the past. Well, and, and you still got to be in, in the right places. Now, you started out in in Florida, right? Was it was the Orlando Division? Orlando Division. My first year with Don Horton, uh, our company nationwide closed 370 houses. 370? 370 in 1988. <laughs> well, what was an outfit from Arlington, Texas, doing in Orlando? Uh, the uh, Don Don had this vision. Uh, he was gonna he was gonna build a national powerhouse company headquartered here in Texas, and uh, he started the ins- expansion to uh, Orlando, Tampa, Phoenix, and Houston, and Atlanta, Georgia. He was gonna go to big markets and. Uh, try to try to create a foothold, and then from that foothold, uh, uh, continue to to grow the company. And you know, uh, a lot of people have tried that. He's the only one that's ever done it uh, anywhere close to uh, the level of success that this company has experienced. Well, so when you came over, he wasn't looking for your expertise in 
building houses because my guess is you didn't know much about it. I mean, you knew from. I, from I, I, you know, I hate to admit it, Dave, but I still don't know much about building houses. <laughs> <laughs> so it's the financial side. It is. You know, it's home building is a business, and uh, you know, it's you, you got to know costs. You got to uh, you got to understand credit, and you got and, and you got to understand that to be in business, you got to make a profit. And so it's, uh, you know, and I do have a, uh, I did have a very strong background uh, evaluating businesses and figure out how to make money. So from that perspective, uh, it was a good fit. Uh, uh, but as far as, you know, I didn't even know what I didn't know when I got out there. It was a, it was an incredible learning experience for me. And, and, and I tell this story all the time. Uh, the first year I was there, I would get to my desk about six o'clock in the morning and about six thirty, Don Horton would call and he and I'd talk for an hour and I'd kind of lay out my day and this is five days a week. And then they'd call me on Saturdays when I'm out putting up signs, subdivision signs. So uh, directional. So it's a, uh, it's a, it's a different company today, but uh, it, it was, uh, it was an opportunity to learn the business from the ground up, which, very few people get today. I'll, I'll get in the sun. But it had to be a jungle down there because everybody always talked about. I mean, back back then. I mean, the the Disney Corporation had already been down there. It was this tremendous growth, and there was this in migration into Florida, and then right through the Sun Belt because you handled North Carolina and South Carolina and Georgia and Alabama. I mean, areas of tremendous growth. I mean, not just for Dior Horton. It was a competitive environment, wasn't it? Oh, it's always been, and it always will be. I think it's. You know the, the the ability to control land, get it entitled, uh, and build houses has gotten much much harder, and much more capital intensive. But the people that are in that business today, the public companies, they are uh, they're 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 pretty focused. It's you know it it it's not just Don Orton or the Dr. Orton company that has become a a real company. The industry is developed into a real industry, and, and you got to be good. To, to make money in, in home building today, and you got to be very good to take market share from other people. And it's always a business where you've had to be creative. I, it was funny. We were talking to a gentleman last week who was doing roll-ups in, in manufactured housing, which seems to be coming right. back into vogue. And you and I have talked a lot about these uh, these big uh, riddle homes, invitation homes, and, and people like that that buy up homes and then turn around and lease them back out, and you all have gotten into that business. We, we have, uh, and again, I uh, I kind of go round and round with my daughters, who are who are uh, much more progressive uh, uh, than than a guy growing up in Halton City, Texas, uh, and and thinking redneck redneck was a uh, a term uh, term of endearment, uh, but it, it's. Uh, uh, they 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 accuse me of are uh, are they their go or their belief is that if you're building rental houses, you're depriving somebody the opportunity of ownership. And what I what I'm absolutely convinced of and and have been sharing with them is that the the the, the rental property uh, ownership uh, has has become institutional and it's a separate capital base which allows us to actually build more houses at a lower risk level than if uh, 
we were just building for the build for sale market. And, and at the end of the day, the more houses that we can get out, and I'm, and I'm talking as an industry, uh, eventually the more opportunity for home ownership uh, there, there's going to be. Because today there are not enough houses being built for rent, for sale, uh, or for anything else. The housing formation, the demographics, the end migration uh, is just uh, – it, it is creating – every year there, there is a bigger shortfall of housing than existed in the year prior. Right, and you need to point out to them that this also means that you don't have to move back home and live with your parents. <laughs> well, fortunately for me, uh, they, I, I have four children, and they are all uh, – I call them bright, beautiful, and uh, brilliant. So uh, very productive. They've done a great job. Their mother is uh, is a saint uh, for, for uh, producing four outstanding productive children. That's fabulous. Well, and we've we've seen a lot of changes. You've certainly seen a lot of changes. Go back to you know growing up in the mid cities. Did you ever think people in North Texas would would clamber to live vertically? You know, nobody built high rises here, and now everything you every time you turn around, somebody's putting up a new high rise. Oh, well, I tell you, I I I I, I think the. Appearance and appeal uh, uh, is much stronger before you actually live in one. <laughs> <laughs> My wife and I bought a condo in downtown Fort Worth when I started coming back to Texas uh, in the executive row, and uh, uh, it was it was great until COVID hit. And then once COVID hit, you know, uh, two thousand square foot box in the sky. Uh, seemed very small. Yeah. <laughs> so, a, anyway, a point well taken. I'm not a big. I'm not. I, I, Dr. Horton is not going to be building high rise condos. <laughs> I can tell you. <laughs> well, so what do you got to miss the most? Let me guess. Uh, talking to Wall Street every three months and trying to explain the numbers. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> I've got one more call, Dave. <laughs> and and I, I, I just personally, I, I think, you know, 10 years in executive leadership is probably uh, is as long as uh, you a person should should have. This is just me personally, uh, because, you know, if it after you've been doing this for a while, uh, you start thinking it's more about you than it is the people that you're out there trying to lead. And, and, and I just, uh, I never want to walk out of here thinking it's about me. So it's, uh, but it, the, 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 the overall goal for me, it, oh, I, I, don't, I forgot why I was even told that. The, the uh, earnings call when my first one, I kind of had a 10 year, uh, horizon, and I have been counting them down ever since. I got one more to go. That's what I was trying to get. To. <laughs> Sorry about that long one. Well, I no, 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 no. I look. I've I've always enjoyed talking to you. You always make a lot of sense, and and uh, you you speak English instead of jargon. We appreciate it. We and I know it's going to take you a while to to really extract yourself, but I do hope you get to sit back and enjoy the fruits of of a lot of your labors. Uh, David Alls the. Uh, 
what now? Executive Vice Chairman. That's a great Executive title. Vice Chairman. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm not sure what that means, but that's what I am. <laughs> well, you will define it. You always have, David Alden, our guest today. We wish you the best. Thank you, David. Appreciate right. the time. Thanks a lot. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.